Welcome into the golf club. Always great to have you here. And boy, with special guest today, Tommy Waddle joins us again for your second whoop, whoop. voyage in the golf club. But Adam Abdallah. Adam Abdallah, who is, I would consider a Hi. novice golf fan, not a huge golf fan. But An that's, avid golf fan, though. Yeah, but I, that's why I wanted him on for that reason, because uh, we get uh, going with our first tournament tomorrow, the Charles Schwab Challenge. Before we get to that, Tommy, yeah. uh, if you had asked me a week ago, hey, Merck, how's your golf game? I said, Tommy, it's really, you know, getting into shape. I'm, I'm starting to drive the ball well, and right. around the greens, I'm playing great. And then Good my last, feel, your hands my last two rounds, Tom... I mean, I don't. And Adams played once. You played, I know, a couple of times with your with your dad. I I can't get off the tee. I mean, like it's either um, hitting these little low line drives that go 120 yards to the left, and then I overcompensate, and then I slice it way to the right. And I mean, I've maybe in in 18 holes, you get what 14, 13. You know, you're driving the ball. Um, well, you're hitting driver on 150 yard par threes as well, so well, you're probably getting a full complement of 18 <laughs> tee ball. I'm maybe driver. getting four fairways and maybe one great drive. What What am I doing? I mean, I always go to you for advice. Well, I don't, well what, I'd what have am I doing to. Wrong? I'd, I'd have to see your swing. The first thing I would say to you is, is welcome to the world of of you know amateur golfers. Like, even talented – I've played with guys that are really good before, and they even have moments where they ask themselves, what the hell is going on now? Um, look, I think the best thing you can do in moments like that, and the problem is, is you know, we have lives at this point with the coronavirus, the pandemic. There is limited ex- uh, access to driving ranges, but you also have other things going on in your life. We get to the stage, Merck, where we – and Adam, where you rush to the golf course – you take a few practice swings, then you play, and then you get in the car and you rush home because you've got real-life issues. You're not a PGA Touring pro, so you don't have the opportunity to spend time on, on trying to fix the deficiencies in your swing. So it's funny you mention that because I went to the driving range this past Saturday or Sunday. I was thinking it was Saturday with my wife. And we had the driving range all to ourselves, And, you know, it's... It truly is the best way to work through some of your issues. And Merck, if you don't have the opportunity to do that based on time or the access to a driving range, you know, all I can say is is good luck fixing it without practice. It's it's very it's very unlikely. But listen, we're all amateurs, so there are some days I can go to the cur- the course, Merck, and like I find my my golf swings in the right slot. I find a swing early. And it stays with me all day. There are other times where I spend 18 holes fighting against my swing. Yeah. Abdel, what about you? Did you find yourself... Uh... So, I've only gone out once. I went, uh, not last weekend, but the weekend before. We were up north in uh, Mundelein. And I had no problem driving the ball. All my drives were, were pretty, you know, either just off to the left, because I usually slice a little bit left, or I was hitting fairways. My problem was on the approach i was either clearing the green or coming you know 15 10 to 15 yards short like well, that's I distance yeah, yeah i couldn't hit your it. distance i couldn't figure out like it was the first time i played that side of the course there's two courses it was countryside there's two courses at countryside and I, it's the first time i played that and i couldn't figure out 
you know, am I using a seven here? Am I using a six here? And either way, I was always picking wrong. I was always picking the wrong club no matter what. So that was my biggest issue. And that, that again, is just going to the driving range and figuring out, you know, which is which and also having, you know, more time at that course. I feel like I would have been a little bit better. But as I would ask you, though, I, w- I would ask you, Adam, though, were you hitting the ball well? Because I can live with flying the green or leaving it short more than not hitting the ball cleanly. Yeah, I was hitting it pretty clean actually. It was one of my better my better rounds as far as hitting the ball clean and you know hitting it straight as I wanted. Like it was going where I was aiming. It was just going either too far or too short. Right. I can tell you this too, Mark. I mean, the, the for me, the adjusting my drive or trying to fix my drive while in the middle of a round, the thing that I have found most, and, and it's come from from practicing on the range as well, is I just have to over over. Uh, um, over-focus or over-enunciate or whatever the correct word I'm looking for right now, which I can't find it. Um, I, it's an exaggeration of keeping my head down and staying down on the ball through the ball. Because when I start to get loose, like my head will come through, my hips will come through too early, I'm spraying it to the right. Okay, if I jump at the ball or lunge at it a little bit, I'll come over the top and I'll start pulling the ball left. But if I, take a, if I, if I take a, make a conscious effort to have an easy swing, and make sure that I see that club hit that ball, I got a better chance of solving my problems because I know when my drive is loose. I know I'm not even seeing the ball. Like my body's too far ahead or I'm lunging over the top and my head's moving. So I guess the without going to the range or going to the range, whatever it is, the, the one piece of advice, it, it, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nine handicap now. I'm no expert, but would be to, uh, over – accentuates keeping your head down and making sure you see that ball leave the face of the driver off the tee. And I think that that will will slow you down um, and maybe help you get the ball in the fairway. And you may not be hitting it the distance you want, but the key, it's what I tell Yurko all the time. Like, Yurko will shoot 110 with, you know, with five or six pars. And I'm like, good kid, how do you shoot 110 with five or six or seven pars? You know why? Because Johnny Hero gets out there behind a tree in a in a lie that's a foot down in the tall grass, and Johnny's trying to hit a 185-yard rope on the green instead of chipping it out and playing for bogey. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes when your swing isn't there, dial back what you're trying to accomplish. You know, I'd love to hit birdie here. I'd love to make a par here. But when your swing's loose and you're not hitting it well, maybe – Try to make a bogey to get yourself back on track. Tommy, good advice. I always go to you for my you. for my golf advice. And when I have some advice, swing. too. If you want to feel better about yourself, because, listen, like you said, Waddle, we're all dealing with a lot of stuff right now, right? I've developed a system that I think will keep – it's it's an alliteration concept. No penalties during the pandemic. So you don't want to feel cool. bad about yourself Love at it. the end. You hit it in the water, just take it out. I get it. You don't want to, at the end of the round to be like, oh, I'm three or four strokes off what I normally hit, and now I got to go home, and I'm dealing with all this stuff and all this. Hey, whoa, feel feel a little better about yourself. No penalties in the pandemic. Simple as that. See, well, I'm not an advocate of that. I mean, I, listen, that's just, you're just lying to yourself Well, I there. get that. Yeah, that's but we're all trying to feel better it. about ourselves here. Well, I think at these points, too, I mean, hasn't there been a rule just in amateur golf that nobody even plays – out of bounds off the tee anymore, right? You just you 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 place it like it's a red stake. I think in a lot of aren't a lot of people playing the game that way. Well, yes, yeah. and the the one thing that drives me nuts, and I'm I'm a stickler for the rules. Okay, is that like I'll play? I'm usually playing with random people. I know I, I get paired up, and I'll play with a couple guys. I play with a couple guys, and one guy hit it in the two two straight in the woods. You know, in first hole, 
And then he ended up, you know, hitting a good drive and parring it. He put down a four. And I'm kind of thinking to myself. Well, are you gambling with him? Or no, you just, but I'm just like, well, how, then who, how are, why do you care? I know. I, know, it's just, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I, like, I don't take any mulligans. I just do it because I want, I want my honest score. And I don't understand. I, I take I, mulligans, but like I don't, I mean, I take, sometimes if, I, if, I'm, if, if I'm trying to accomplish something, I'll drop a ball and hit it, but I'm not using that ball. I almost use the right. course as a range at times. Right. Uh, we listen I'll, to hit, the, I'll hit another one every once in a while. You know that, Randy. We've obviously you won't count once. it either because of the way you're no penalties no, but during here's, pandemic. But here's my philosophy: if I don't try to hit it again, how am I going to learn? If I don't practice that shot, oh, if I hit a bad shot, how am I going to learn? Learn on your next shot. That's all. Well, well hit I it again, that. Adam. But you yeah. just you keep the score correct. Right. Well, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Unless uh, it's a pandemic. Cheater. You're listening to the golf club, Adam Abdallah. On for the first time, along with Tommy Waddle, I'm Randy Murphy. Advocating cheating. I'm I not advocating cheating. I'm advocating practice. Keep your score, but you know, hit it one more time. Okay. See if you can do better. So, as I mentioned, the Charles Schwab Challenge starts tomorrow on the Golf Channel, and it's going to be an interesting week for the broadcast. Uh, it'll be on CBS on the weekends, and it's going to be interesting because not everyone's going to be at the course. And I kind of want to get both your take on what you think is going to, how this is going to play out. So Jim Nance will be on the course, and he's already said he, he, he's a little nervous. It's going to be challenging. He'll be on the 18th tower, but he's going to be alone. Nick Faldo will be with Ian Baker Finch and Frank Nablo. They'll be in Orlando. And then Mark Immelman and Dottie Pepper will be on the course. What kind of broadcast do you think this will be? Now, before we go any further, Tommy, also they're potentially going to have some players mic'd up, and right. Sean McManus, who did a conference call on Monday with the media, said they are looking to, for a confessional, meaning after a hole, a player would go underneath the tent and either talk about the last hole, talk about the course, talk about something. He'd be interviewed for a couple, maybe a minute, before he goes to the next hole. You know there's backups on many of these holes anyway. Sure. So, uh, you know, along with that, and then I was reading that John Rahm was saying how different it's going to be with no fans and that, you know, you know how many times probably in a round uh, someone hits an errant drive and hits it off a fan, and then it, it gets, keeps it in, right? So that's going to be. I mean, there were legendary well. stories about Arnold Palmer who would aim for the crowd. You know, not trying to hurt anybody, <laughs> but knowing that he had the crowd as a backstop on several holes. And I don't think it was unique to Arnie. I think it, there are a lot of players that feel that way. So, what, so what do you think? What do you think of the broadcast, and what do you think about the, the changes, and will these changes maybe even stay with? I think it's an. I, I I give them a lot of credit for. Look, this is a difficult time where nobody. I mean, we're we're somewhere where we've never been before. Uh, so so try different things. Um, you know, I think the one thing that you'll have is you'll probably have the quote unquote uncomfortable moment where guys are talking over each other. But that has happened over the course of the last three months on on all forms of broadcast, and it's just. I think at, at this point in time months into this because everyone's in a different studio i think it's just one of those things that everybody deals with so that portion of it for a true you know diligent and buttoned up broadcaster like jim nance that may be something he's talking about that there may not be as seamless a conversation as there normally is when he's sitting next to nick faldo but i think it'll be really i think it'll be really cool i think um i think it's it'll go off fine um I, I think the concept of having people uh, that will stop and talk, whether it's in one of these these confessionals or not, I think is an interesting concept. You know, we had this conversation after Brady and Manning played with Tiger and Mickelson, and whether or not miking players up is something that that the 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 the. Um, the organization, the PGA, should should do, and for broadcast reasons, 
I don't think you're going to get guys that are going to be willing to put a microphone on in an IFB for the earpiece on Sunday at the Masters. I just don't think that guys are going to do that. Will you be able to get a few guys maybe that will be willing to wear a microphone on a Thursday or Friday round? You may. Uh, but I think splitting the difference may be this concept of putting one of these confessionals um, just off the tee box on a par five where you know there are going to be backups on par fives in the PGA Tour because guys are, are, are attempting to, to make the green in two. So that will slow down some play. Um, so I think it's a good concept how it will, you know, maybe, maybe the confessional is, is that somebody is in a different studio interviewing one of the players, Rory McIlroy, steps in the confessional and has a you know five minute conversation or two minute conversation, you know, with with Ian Baker Finch or somebody who's who's a broadcaster at the time. I, I think these are all really good ideas. How many of them will stick? I don't know, but I'm not concerned that the broadcast for the event this weekend will not it, it won't live up to expectations. I think that they'll they'll do a fine job with it. I think that the confessional idea is a good idea. I don't like how it's going to take, you know, because if you have that on TV, unless you're doing a split screen where you're showing the guy's shot that he's talking about, you're taking away from other golfers, right? You're taking away from live golf. You're taking away from other shots. So I'm not seeing live action while I'm maybe hearing from someone. Also, I don't think that the top guys want to mess up their rhythm. Because right. they get into a rhythm. They've got, you know, I could see maybe wearing a mic. I don't think anybody's going to want an IFB in their ear because they're not going to want anybody in their ear. But I could see if it's not cumbersome because, you know, technology and stuff like that. If you can get a small mic and it's not, you know, attached to someone's back and it's not like cumbersome or anything like that, you're not, I mean, this is millions of dollars are at stake. You know, and if I've got a pack on my back because you guys want to hear me talk or something like that. I'm not risking a few million dollars to come up a few places short just because you guys want more access. Like this is this is these guys' livelihood. Like they're, you're messing with millions of dollars per stroke here. So I don't think that guys will be like it's a cool idea. Maybe just turn up the boom mics a little bit. But other than that, I don't think because with no crowds too, you can get closer. Like the cameras and the and the boom mics, you can have more of that around people without the crowds there. So maybe just do that because I don't think these golfers are going to be, you know, reticent to do it. It's different in football when a guy's mic'd up because you can, like, put it in their padding and, you know, maybe they don't know it's there. But ultimately, for a guy that's just wearing, you know, pants and a shirt, he's going to feel a microphone and a pack on his back for sure. Uh, do, do you feel like we'll hear some, I guess, some more bad language on the course because uh, it's going to be quiet. Right, I mean, there's gonna be no fans. There's be no unless they're not gonna pipe in any any fan crowd noise. Obviously, do you think no. we'll hear some some swearing, or do you think it'll just be, you know, because these guys? I mean, we I don't know how we miss a lot of it, but they they do get upset, you know, on the on the course. John Rahm is has got a terrible temper. Do you think that'll become a factor as well? That people you'll hear some more bad language, some more I don't know, maybe see some uh, poor behavior by some of these players. I don't think so because I think they'll use the the delay to their benefit. And also you're not seeing every single shot live, you know, like they're taking you to 13 and then you're going back to someone on 11, but that shot at 11 may have already happened. So they have time to, you know, cut it or not, or cut that mic out before they actually show it. So I think golf is the one thing where if there is no crowd, they can control the swearing the most because of the timing of when you see the shots. And because there's no fans, if you hit the dump button, it's less likely to affect the noise of the overall broadcast. Whereas if you're at a football game or you're at a, you know, you're taking an NBA game, 
if you hit the dump button and you just hear silence, like you're not hearing anything for a while. Waddle, are you going to watch this weekend? Yeah, I am going to watch. You know, I, I, I have an appetite for sports, and I am always a, a fan of golf. And I think, you know, you're going to see a lot of the top players play. And You, you and, mentioned the top players play. How about this? You got Bryson, Dustin, and Justin playing together. That's Justin Rose. Yeah. And you got number one, Rory, number two, John Rahm, and number three, Brooks Kepka playing together. And then you got Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, and Jordan Spieth. So those are some good, some good groups. Yeah, and I think the PGA is doing the right thing. I mean, look, there is this enormous thirst for sports. And, you know, you may think that golf has kind of got a niche audience. I think it's a little broader than what some people think. But um, I think you're going to get a lot of eyeballs on the television. You know, to go back to, to some of the things that 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 we were talking about as well with miking guys up and doing some of the stuff. I think it's a matter of need as well. I mean, the, the PGA Tour is, was flourishing prior to, to COVID. And I don't think they, they felt the necessity. I think they felt kind of comfortable. Now, everyone's looking to grow revenue and grow the sport and grow popularity and all that stuff. But I think that changing the way that the broadcast is done, I think, in some ways is due to necessity because you're, you're, you don't have enough eyeballs. You don't have enough people that are interested. Like, you can argue that baseball would benefit greatly from putting a microphone on a player for a couple of innings. Uh, I don't know that the PGA Tour players feel that it's necessary because maybe they feel like they're in a sweet spot with regard to the popularity of the sport. But I I just hope that they are open to providing an even greater amount of access to all of the diehard golf fans like myself that will be on the couch watching this weekend. And a novice golf fan, Adam Abdallah, will you be uh, partaking in... uh the golf this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to gamble on it, of course. I mean, <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to and then I'm going to watch it, of course. Of course. Because I feel like like Waddle said, there's there's really not much else going on. I mean, you've got some NASCAR and you've got some fighting, but other than that, something that starts and you've got, you know, 4 days of golf to watch, like why why wouldn't you? It'll be I don't think it's going to be my main like it's not going to be on the main TV. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it with the the sound and everything like that to get the full experience. But I'll have it on on the, on the second TV. For you sure. know, it's funny, too, because there are people are going to say, well, you know, I and li- yes, there, there may be more eyeballs now. Are they going to be able to grow the sport enormously because they have a captive sports audience this weekend? I don't know. I think you may see some, some marginal growth. But I don't believe that them grabbing the spotlight here is one of the first sports to come back online in terms of, of playing – a, a real tournament and and being televised to people at home i'm not i'm not looking for this to create some sort of enormous wave and and popularity spike with with golf i just think that you know we live in the the moment in the world of hot takes and well the golf's got all the eyeballs so you you know all the courses are going to be run overrun with people now and golf's going to be no i don't think so Think if you're a golf fan, you're going to watch it. If you're a sports fan, you may be drawn to it. But when the NBA and the NHL and Major League Baseball come back online, people probably will drift away from watching golf again. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, so before we get done here, Waddle, I know you're, you don't gamble on golf very much. Uh, Abdallah, I'm willing to. Okay. More than willing to. Okay. Abdallah and I do, though. Uh, we like to place a little wager every once in a while. And I've got a couple uh, – Things I'd like to get out. Jordan Spieth right now, as I mentioned, is playing with Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler. He's plus 230 to have the low round in the first round. I, w- I would take some action on that as well. Really? 
Yeah, Spieth has not been a very impressive right. player with regard to his peers on on the course over the last year plus. Has, has not played well, and he yeah. he has played decent at this course, but I just have a feeling that he's used this time off uh, to get his game back back in shape. Okay. So that's a value play. It's a value play, and then on plus two thirty is not that much value. But oh, you're, you're only got yeah. you're only up against two guys, Ricky yeah. Fowler. Yeah. Who's more of a second round player? He How can you say that's not value? If I bet a hundred dollars, well, I get two hundred dollars back. That's value. I'll, I'll show you value in a second. Okay, and I just wanted to give my picks for the tournament. Sun Young Im, who is like twenty three years old and last year played almost every week on the PGA Tour. I've got a feeling this guy is going to come out and really be ready to play. Some of the I'm concerned that some of these guys who haven't played in a long time aren't going to be in great shape and their swing's not going to be great. He will. He's twenty-eight to one. I would put that's a, value. I'd put some good change okay. on him. Now again, I just mentioned him before. Jordan Spieth is thirty-three to one. I kind of like those odds as well. And Kevin Kissner, who's won here before, is eighty to one. And if you want a long shot, Ooh. Zach Johnson has won this tournament before, hundred and fifty to one. That's pretty good odds. Yeah, About Zach Johnson. It, does it does it fit his his game? He's not a long hitter. But right. He's he's won there before, Tommy. So uh, it's a short course, though. You don't need to be a distance hitter for this. Seventy two hundred, seventy two hundred. I think it's. Yeah, that's not that. Yeah. That's, no, that's, that's not long. For that's not a, long a at all. Course. So I, I mean, listen, you're going to give me the best golfer in the in the world right now, Rory at seven to one. I'm going to put some money on Rory at seven to one. He's the one of the only golfers we've seen play in the last three months, right? Uh, Justin Thomas, I mentioned not a very long course. Justin Thomas at fourteen to one, I like that guy. I like Justin Thomas. He's you know he's been pitching well and he's always good at that good that good stuff. That's what I read on the internet. Uh, and then how about this? So three tournaments in a row, Bryson DeChambeau has made it into the top five in th- three tournaments in a row. To make the top five, he's plus five fifty. I like that. That's my favorite bet. Bryson okay. DeChambeau plus five fifty top five. I don't I don't like your bet on Spieth. I, I'd be more of a wait and see kind of guy. Okay. But uh, I like your other plays, Mark. And you're good at gambling on golf. Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know Bryson DeChambeau. Before we go, you know he's put on like twenty pounds of muscle, and he's now wow, I think really? I think he's now the first or second guy in driving distance on the, on the Let's tour. Yeah. So he's yeah he's he's become huge. So. Uh, yeah, he's not a bad play either, so we'll, we'll see. Top five? Yeah, hey, you know what? Hey, We're, listen, listen, Merck. Brooks yeah. Kepka comes off his couch and wins tournaments, so I That's mean... That's true, like, but he's coming off a bad knee injury, so we'll see okay. how Okay, what's plays. his... What are the... What, what he's, are the 20, he's 25 to 1. Oh, man. Him That's and, what him, I would do. Him and DJ are both 25 to 1, which is crazy, but... Uh, listen, it should be fun. We finally got golf back this weekend. More sports is coming back, so it's uh, great for the golf club. Tommy and uh, Adam, thanks for joining us this week on the golf club. My honor. My pleasure. Thank you.